Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Connecting Africa's Paula Gilbert about why global giants Google, Apple, Booking.com, and Uber Eats, as well as some local online retailers and classifieds, are in trouble with the South Africa's Competition Commission. The tech giants have been told to change some business practices to improve competition for smaller players. Paul and I discuss what this means for both the larger companies as well as local and Black-owned businesses. Hey, Paula, welcome back to What's the Story? Good to have you here. Hey, Kelsey, nice to see you again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you too. Uh, so you wrote recently about um, some companies that are in a little bit of hot water in South Africa. What's going on with the uh, competition watchdog in South Africa and, and how is it impacting some tech companies like Google, Apple and Uber Eats? Yeah. So the big story out of South Africa this week was that, you know, these global giants, Google, Google Apple, Booking.com, Uber Eats um, and a couple of other local retailers and classifieds are in trouble with the country's competition commission and they've been told they need to change some of their business practices to improve competition for smaller players so it all stems from an inquiry that began in may 2021 and the commission has spent the last two years investigating holding public hearings and doing interviews um, specifically about local and international business to consumer online platforms to identify things that they think might be negatively um, affecting competition so the final report was published this week, um, and the watchdog has told a number of companies that they need to make changes to stop anti-competitive behavior towards smaller players. So the final report had a raft of what it calls remedial actions that the commission says you know, will provide better visibility for specifically South African platforms, enable more um, platform competition, and level the playing field for small businesses who are selling through online platforms. They also had some recommendations on how to be more inclusive for Black-owned South African businesses and funding for Black entrepreneurs. So the main companies okay. flagged were the search giant Google, mm-hmm. um, as well as Google Play Store and the Apple App Store, accommodation and uh, travel booking site Booking.com, um, SA's biggest e-commerce player Take-A-Lot, food delivery companies Uber Eats and Mr. D Food, and then online property and car classifieds, Property24, Private Property, Auto Trader, and Cars.co.za. And so the general aim is to that the changes will improve um, the sort of market and bring more in, a more inclusive digital economy for platforms, businesses, and mostly for consumers in South Africa. Okay, so what does that mean for um, companies like Google and Apple? What are what are some of the implications for them? Yeah, so obviously Google's the biggest company that was flagged, specifically its search arm, um, which I think around the world it's it's been a concern for a while that they're so uh, dominant. But basically what the Competition Commission said was that um, Google search's dominance and the business model in South Africa is distorting platform competition um, as small and new platforms struggle for visibility and for customer acquisition. So basically the actions are needed to improve both paid and organic result visibility for um, SA platforms. So the Commission wants Google to introduce what is calling a new carousel to display, display specifically South African platforms that are relevant to whatever is being searched. And they also want them to add a South African flag identifier on local companies so that con- consumers can easily see, you know, what's a local company to support versus an international one. 
and then they're also going to have to fork out some money. So on paid search, um, Google must provide about 10, almost 10 million US dollars in advertising credits for small platforms. Um, and then they must also give a further $8.3 million in training and product support for SMEs and for black owned firms um, to kind of offset what they think is a competitive disadvantage for them. They also found that the Google self-preferencing on its own shopping and travel units in search um, distorts competition, which I think is something people see all the time. So they're basically being told they can't do that anymore. So we'll see if that really happens. Um, I did ask Google for comment and it basically just said it's reviewing the final report, but that it had, it had engaged with the competition commission throughout the, the inquiry. Um, and then just in terms of Apple, I know you asked about mm -hmm. that. So basically, um, it's another American company that was flagged, but specifically the, the Apple App Store, along with the Google Play Store. The watchdog feels that um, they had some issues with their commission fees that both stores uh, charge app developers and that the, the business models, you know, limit curation and visibility for SA platforms. So they also want them to kind of do, a, similar to the search one, a South African curation of apps um, and advertising credits. For them and then they were also told that they need to stop forcing people to pay via google and apple and allow companies to send people to their own websites to pay for apps that are you know paid for ones so it kind of um, comes down to there's similar measures in europe that have been introduced um for like fair and reasonable pricing and they want something similar introduced in south africa Okay. Yeah, that definitely seems like a lot that they'll need to <laughs> review there and, yeah, and make it's some a lot. updates and on. This is like only some of the the things. Like the report is pretty long, and there's even more like nitty gritties in it. Did they um, include any deadlines, or are there any? Um, you know, will they get dinged if they don't um, up apply some of these changes? Yeah. So they didn't give specific deadlines. They basically said they'll all be given an amount of time, depending on how you know how difficult the remedies are to fix, but it is something that they have to do. I think that if they don't, there's like legal ramifications. Um, it could get pushed up to the competition tribunal. I think they probably can um, appeal maybe some of it, but I think it's kind of like gonna get into the court process if that happens. Right. Um, and then you mentioned, um, you know, inclusivity and um, making um, kind of caveats for Black-owned companies, for example. Um, anything else you wanted to uh, expand on there about how um, they're trying to, um, you know, support uh, those types of companies? Yeah, sure. So um, basically what they found is that across all the, the categories, because there was also, um, you know, retail, the biggest retailer in South Africa was also um, uh, pinged for some issues um, car sale companies, booking.com, you lots of them. So across all the categories, they found that what they call a distinct lack of participation by black South Africans, both as a, at the platform level and amongst the businesses that list, um, on the platforms. So basically all the, all of them have been told they need to introduce a program for historically disadvantaged persons uh, and provide black owned businesses, a package of assistance for onboarding um, and to promote visibility. So that'll kind of vary across the different platforms, but typically it looks like things like free onboarding assistance, a fee waiver for a period of time, and either a reduced price or advertising credits um, for them to promote. Um, and then they also had a recommendation for the South African government, which was interesting, that they said the government should establish a historically disadvantaged persons startup fund to support black digital entrepreneurs including support for incubators, accelerators, and, and venture capital funds. So I think overall, it's quite interesting that we have this kind of like legislation coming out 
that's trying to push back at you know global companies and also big local companies that are dominating and trying to include smaller businesses because the whole thing is kind of focused on SMEs, you know, small businesses, black owned businesses, getting kind of a fair chance in the space. I think we've seen sort of across the world, the control that companies like Google have. Um, so maybe this is a small step, you know, in the right direction to try and rectify that, but how much they can really do to stop these, these giants, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really interesting point that it's not just the global giants that they're having to work with. It's also um, making space within local organizations to have more um, diversity from, from different types of businesses and, um, yeah. you know, make, make sure that they also have the opportunity to grow. Yeah. Cause you have local players like take a lot, which is a big retailer. He has basically like the Amazon of, of South Africa and they're pretty dominant in the e-commerce space. Um, so the recommendations there were for things like that they, they sort of competing with the sellers that they have on their platform and they need to split the divisions better. Some of the other ones were, were things that like smaller players are getting charged more to put their stuff on the classifieds. And so they should be given like reduced fees for SMEs, um, that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's interesting. It's obviously a very wide ranging report there to look at a lot of companies. Um, but yeah, I think maybe it's, it's good steps. Obviously the big companies are not going to think so. Um, it's going to make their lives difficult. I always wonder with like a big company like Google a ruling in a specific country, like how much they're really going to go change, you know, they, their AI and how it, it all works for this. But I guess they're going to have to if if um, they're going to face legal action if they don't. Right. Yeah. And so, and sometimes I feel like big companies also just tie things up in um, the legal process forever just kind of drag that out yeah <laughs> give them more time <laughs> so yeah it'll be interesting to see um when and if they apply those changes and you know if they don't like what what the result is so um look forward to hearing more updates from you in the future on this thanks paula thanks so much yeah hopefully we'll have something um down the line it's already taken two years for the report so we'll see how long it takes for them to um <laughs> enforce the <laughs> all the rulings but definitely some interesting stuff coming out of south africa Sounds good. Thank you so much, Paula, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our amazing producer, Pierre Landriot, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>